Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Wait 5 Minutes, the Floridian podcast. This is another episode of Tallahassee Tuesday. I am Nick D'Alessandro. Today is February 19th, 2019, which means that we are two weeks away from the beginning of the Florida legislative session and the first meeting of Florida's new legislature. March 5th will mark the beginning of the 60-day period, which will last until approximately May 3rd, unless some special exceptions are made. Our legislature, I'll remind you, is made up of 40 state senators and 120 state representatives. Our Senate president is Republican Bill Galvano, and our House speaker is Republican Jose Oliva. Our state government has what is called a trifecta currently, in which the governor and both legislative chambers are run by the same party, the Republicans. Since taking office, however, Bill Galvano has been an opponent to a number of Governor Ron DeSantis' actions, but the ramifications of that have yet to be seen. The coming weeks will certainly show that, and you'll certainly hear about it right here on Tallahassee Tuesdays. Despite the session not beginning until March 5th, many bills have been filed by the incoming legislative members, the amount of which numbers in the hundreds. They range from all sorts of topics, and some have caught national attention already. One, filed by Republican State Senator Dennis Baxley of Ocala, would change scientific information in schools so that quote-unquote different worldviews could be reflected, specifically in the cases of evolution and climate change. Though the bill itself says that these other worldviews would be taught as quote-unquote theories, it is unlikely that this bill will even move forward. Many of these types of things will be in the mix, but there are other important ones that will likely spark some statewide debate. As of last week, there were just over a dozen bills filed by the Florida Democrats related to gun control, and likely soon more will join. This past month has seen lots of conversation about guns and safety, as February 14th was the one-year anniversary of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Former Governor Rick Scott filed a sweeping gun bill immediately after the shooting and was then sued by the National Rifle Association. The bill included several facets, including funding for security and mental health services in public schools. Governor Ron DeSantis upheld many of these proposals in his budget plan that came out early this month. One such facet is a controversial one. The Guardian program is a system built to have armed guards and even armed teachers on public school campuses across the state. Senate Bill 7030 would expand the definition of who could apply to be a guardian. Currently, the definition is a little limited, where certain teachers cannot volunteer if they have exclusive jobs as teachers. The new bill would expand that, allowing school staff members to volunteer, be screened, and then trained. One advocate is, yet again, Republican Senator Dennis Baxley of Ocala. Another senator, this time a Democrat from Tallahassee named Bill Montfort, said that this bill is moving forward without any evidence that it will work. Quote, We are shifting the mission of public education from being one of teaching to being one of teaching and law enforcement. Unquote. The Democrats, as I said, have pitched over a dozen gun safety-related bills, one of which is flexible spending related to the Guardian program, so that individual school districts can decide how to spend in order to fund the program. Other bills include one from House Democrat Anna Escamani from Orlando, whose bill would require the surrender of all firearms and ammunition if an individual is convicted of misdemeanor domestic violence. Quote, The lives of Floridians, especially women's lives, are on the line, and together we're going to keep fighting for their safety. Unquote. Some other bills include mandatory criminal background checks for all gun purchases, a ban on assault weapons and large-capacity magazines, a requirement of certain training in order to even obtain a concealed weapon permit, and a change that would make the Florida Department of Law Enforcement the department in charge of approving permits. All these bills and more will meet their fate starting March 5th. As for our governor, he's been busy changing up leadership positions across the state as well as sharing his approval of the increased action inside of the Guardian program. 
Though the funding for this program will still need to get legislative approval, the Republican trifecta might make its passage more likely. As for DeSantis's other interests, his constant determination regarding education and funding private schools persists. One recent action was a proposal that would give $100 million worth of scholarships in order for low-income students to attend private schools. This is certainly in line with DeSantis's consistent interest in supporting private schools, though many claim funneling money into private education strips money away from publicly funded schools. I'll be doing a story on that debate in late March. As for the next three episodes, I'm excited to give you a quick preview of each. First, this upcoming Friday on February 22nd, I'll tell you all about the Grapefruit League and the cursed season that almost prevented spring training baseball from ever returning to the state. Then, on March 1st, I'll tell you the story of a proposed oil well in a protected section of the Everglades, and the community who won't stand for it. Lastly, on March 8th, I'll share a very special interview with an inspiring Floridian who I have the pleasure to speak with. More on that very soon. Until this Friday, I'm Nick D'Alessandro. Have a great week.